Thanks for tuning in to the No Mercy TV podcast. All donations are greatly appreciated. Whatever you can spare, whether it's $1, $2, whatever you can to help this platform get to a better place. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, let me introduce myself first. Jesse Rican one. Jesse Rican. <laughs> Jesse Rican one on Twitter. Surf versus Hitman. The uh, yeah, they caught the kid with it. Thank God they caught him for possession. Of like what he did with it. Surf has so many of those. The inmate press nine thing. Like these guys have quotables that have some substance and have some meaning. Like if you look at what he had in Summer Madness one, this was a, a repeat of something he'd been saying. Like it's almost a slogan. Your, your moment. Your, your moment is. A slogan that the pe- the crowd just happened to say with you your first time on the big stage. Not a slogan. The all three rounds were pretty significant. He's if you were supposed to be, if you lost the show, you were supposed to be, give up for a year. What the fuck are you still but that doing? Was, that here? was only his first round, though. I, I mean, he, he beat him. The battle happened a while ago, so I don't remember. He, he but he, Miles he, started he, getting booed also, which I think was a first. <laughs> yeah. Um. Summer Madness, so Summer Madness was a first for a lot of things, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Summer Madness feet was invented Some... <laughs> because we was out there 14 hours listening. I remember that shit. Let me tell I you. got there at 3 o'clock. My boy you. got I there mean... at 8. He was like, what do you mean the first battle didn't start yet? <laughs> he thought he was going to see the main event. I, I went to every single URL event between Summer Madness 1 and Summer Madness 2. Mm. Now... Summer Madness one, my first time being at a battle event. Period. I want to uh, say mine too. I think. I go. I think mine too. Because I'm thinking like URL is on like some corporate type shit. Like yeah. I'm thinking like you know they have Webster Hall now. Yeah. So, you know stuff is gonna be run professionally. So, I think they said the door is supposed to open like one or two. Me being a prompt person, I probably get there like. 11 or 12. <laughs> Doors didn't open till like 3 or 4. Later than that, I think. I think it was later. Because the later? first battle didn't start to 8. I remember that. Yeah, because the, what, what was the first battle? DNA, DNA and X Factor. Factor. And I, yeah, I think that might have started like 7 or 8. And um, Hitman and Hollow didn't happen until about 2, two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 2 in the morning. Yeah. So... Imagine that. I'm leaving my house 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, and I'm not leaving until 2 yeah, in the morning. Like, I'm doing a double shift at work then. I'm with you. And you're standing the whole time. Standing the whole time. Because there's nowhere to sit, really. There's no, way to, there's no um, real seating, unless you was in VIP and happened to get one of the uh, one of the chair joints. Oh, unless um, you poison pen and he found the seat in the back on the speaker. <laughs> he did. I swear to God, I was next to him. I was. I met. I met Penn at that event. And wow. I, I was sitting next to him, and I guess you know, Penn's gonna find somewhere to sit. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the thing. Us big guys, we gonna find somewhere to sit. <laughs> like whatever. Like the guy, I'd have went in the toilet. I'd have went in the bathroom and sat on the sink if I'd have had to or something. Like I, you feel me? But um, yo, when I went home, I went to sleep. 
I woke up maybe like two hours later because my legs was burning. Yeah, me too. I ain't gonna lie, me too. My like, legs were killing me. I, I and and even me doing all the years I've been doing security work, like I never had nothing like that where I literally stood for six, 15, 16 hours straight. Oh, so you never worked for Metro PCS? No, I, you work I, for Metro I don't. PCS, I don't, you're standing for 15, 16 hours. I don't do retail security. That joint, that joint will have you. You know what? I've lucked up to where every security job I've had, I've been able to sit except for one. But I worked at um, Hugo Boss in Soho, mm. and I had to stand. But um, we used to rotate positions, too. That way, you know, we would get our legs get a yeah, little break. Yeah. You know, one one person being in the front. You know, in the front, you got to stand. But yeah. in the back, you could hide in the dressing room yeah. and sit down for a few minutes. So I used to do that. But um, when we, when they was doing the little smaller room events, remember the little um, joints they were doing in the... The other room in Webster Hall, mm -hmm. those were shorter events. So, you know, you go to those joints, when you come back out, it's still daytime, and, mm -hmm. you know, you ain't really standing that long. And I'm like, okay, if this is what battle rap is going to be, because, like I said, I'm new to going to events. If this is what it's going to be, then I'm good. So, I went to Summer Madness 1, had that bad feet experience. I'm going to all these other events. I'm like, okay. So, I'm like, okay, by the time Summer Madness 2 come around, they gonna have the formula switched up. Gonna we gonna be it. good, yeah, yeah. nigga. Summer yeah. Madness two comes around. It's the same, same exact shit. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I left during round three of Mook and Solomon. A lot of people did. Yeah, when, when, people. this the thing. When I left, the building was emptying out. Yeah, a lot of people were leaving during that battle. I mean, Lux has sucked the energy out already. Yeah, yeah. Once once Lux went on, it was over. But those battles in between were taking too long too. But I was. See, and the thing is, too, and that's you, the thing. You it was only go. six battles. How you take fourteen hours to get six battles done, bro? But the thing is, other people couldn't go out. I had a media pass, so I was able to go in and out because I was doing better rap arena by the time already. And then real deal, he just said, "I'm a battler." <laughs> and they, oh, so wow. me and him were going in and out. We were going out to buy drinks, drink them, come back in because you know the venue was charging like fourteen bucks. Yo, for, for bottled water, they were charging $5. That's crazy. I'm like, yo, like, what the hell? Yeah, Webster Hall, downtown Manhattan. Man. So I was able to I was able to go in and out. So I wasn't... I'm just like, yo, Psycho, call me when the next battle starts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just kept... We kept dipping, man. That, that, but a lot of people did leave during Mook Solomon. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, when, when I left, the building was pouring out, like, as if the event was over. But what we were saying, what are the first they had? Okay, so Midwest Miles got booed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rex versus Conceited was a dope battle. Yeah, preference battle. And they both knew how to use the mic. Yeah. You know? Oh, the handheld mics. That, that was the was handheld a, mics, Oh, yeah. my God. And then they didn't transfer over to video. Now, let me tell you, them handheld mics was the death of a lot of careers that night. Because, mm -hmm. let me tell you, had they had good wireless clip-on mics or whatever, a lot of people would have got saved. Yeah. yeah. Midwest Miles would have got saved. Yeah. Math might have got saved. I, I, don't, I don't know. It was, math it was Cal Calico's whole approach to him was, because we thought Math was this big, bad bully, and we, I'm in the same spot Dose was at, yeah. you know? and Calico basically diffused all that, like... Like, it, it was, uh, it was dope. It was dope. I, I, the math, I think math died the worst that day. Yeah, math took yeah. two years off after that. 
Yeah, he 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 definitely was body of the night um that night. You know, it's good to see him bounce back, but that that was just bad. Like especially to see that live in the building, I'm like, oh man. X Factor beat DNA too. There was a lot of upsets out there. And and this, nah, I didn't think X Factor beat him clear. I thought it was a classic battle, honestly. I thought it was fire on both sides. I didn't think it was a clear win for either one of them. I, I know, think they I'm both not, not going to say names, but I know some of DNA's people who were like, damn, yo, our boy lost today. Wow. Um, And you got to understand, for me, and for this being my first URL event, you know, I'm coming off of watching all these guys' footage. Like, I'm I'm seeing Matt versus Aver, Matt versus Rex. So that's the math I'm expecting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to show up against Calico. And it just didn't go like that. That whole, that whole, that whole battle... That whole battle didn't make sense because Math was at this point at that time. Mm -hmm. Calico was up and coming. Calico wanted Goods. Goods said no to him. He wanted Cortez. Cortez had turned them down. Um, I don't know why Math took this battle. You know, it, he didn't. He didn't need to at that time. Yeah, but Math was also the type that he wasn't afraid to prove himself. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like he he just wanted the battle. You feel me? And it's like, if, if Mook, Lux, and all the other guys is not trying to battle him, then it's like, okay, I might as well take these other guys. Yeah. You know, um, Calico might have been on the come up, but you also got to remember, he had a fire battle against K-Shine, too. I like think Calico, he Cal yeah. yeah, Calico was on, on, on a hot streak, really. Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So, uh, he bodied Newborn. Oh, my God, that oh. was bad. That was bad. <laughs> That's a newborn battle. I don't even want to think about that battle. Soon. Yo, this session, all right, this segment I got, is the nostalgia. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we're talking about something that is what. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even plan that shit. But, but it I just mean, came this, out. this is, you know, we. This is what it is, yeah. We, this we, is what we two battle goes, rap, you know we two battle rap vets at this point. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we done been in this long enough to have those those memories. Like, yeah. these new niggas, they'll never get that. Yeah. You feel me? Like, just everything we done been through, like, as far as just. You know, standing at events for 14 hours. Y'all got it easy <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? Like, y'all go to certain events and y'all only in there for Not like, even. You could order this shit on pay-per-view. Yeah, like, you don't even got to go. Like, you could stay home with your family. You know. Yeah, that's true, yeah. man. I, yeah, I, that's, yeah, that's like, true. Like, I'm from back when... Smack was figuring it out. URL was first getting it together. Like, you couldn't even do... Like, how everybody watched the pay-per-view and they do recaps and upload them in between battles. Like, back then... Yeah, you couldn't do that. First either. of all, you at the event, phone batteries weren't crazy at this time. Mm -hmm. So, even if you was live tweeting during an event, your phone died at some point during the night. Yeah. Because that happened to me a bunch of times. Like, I'd be, yo, follow me on Twitter, at No Mercy Harlem. I'm going to be tweeting during the event. I get to, like, the third battle. My phone dead. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like, I got to wait till I get home, set up my camera, do my recap, you know, and then upload it. And now everything is pretty much, you know, more easier because you know how technology advanced and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so all right, um, moving on. Uh, congratulations to you. My God. It's just been announced. You you doing well? We're dropping this when it's been announced. We're yeah. actually shooting it before. <laughs> uh, you're doing a a battle with Do um a battle show. I'm sorry, that Doggy Diamonds is producing. Yes. Um, so we're waiting for the announcement. So the the announcement's already out. So you want to tell the people more details? 
Yeah, pretty much I'm doing a um, Battle Rap po- Podcast with uh, Doggy Diamonds. I'm going to keep it a buck. It's a lot of stuff that's still under wraps right now. You know, but um, I think Shayna Ashley is going to be on it. I think um, Dutch is going to be a part of it. So, you know, um, new venture, man, you know, to, to level up. And I'm still going to be doing this. You feel what I'm saying? So, if anything, you know, it's more also about exposure, you know, for the brand in general, you know, for the No Mercy TV brand, for the No Mercy TV podcast, pretty much everything I'm doing under no, under the No Mercy TV network. You feel me? So, um... It's going to be under uh, radio, which is, you know, part of CBS. So, you know, um, it's going to be, and it's going to be a lot of people mad about it, too, because um, when Doggy Diamonds first put out the tweet that he wanted somebody for a battle rap podcast, there was people saying like, oh, Doggy Diamonds said uh, he he's not helping battle rap no more. He's not helping the culture no more. But at the same time, we within the culture have said that. I've retired like 50 million times. It's plenty of other people that have also done the same. Like, you've even had your moments where... I think I'm still like, on that, tell you the truth. Like, yeah. on this show, we're touching on it, but I don't I don't see myself ever going full-time. Full-time battle rap. Yeah, yeah because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's been a lot of bullshit. Like, when you really in the trenches, especially business-wise and understanding, like, you know, just how people move in this game and all that, it's like, yo, like, you're going to feel... Like, you don't want to have nothing to do with it anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's it should be understandable because we go through a lot in this business. You feel what I'm saying from, you know, especially me as a league owner. Like, you got battlers that jump ship on you. No Battlers, show. no show. Battlers that just, you, you think you're cool with them one day and the next day they violating you. Like, you know, it's just a whole bunch of stuff that you, you can't even calculate. Like, yo, this, that, and the third is going to happen. Like... I done been into it with battle rappers where I'm like, yo, you was just in my inbox, you know, asking for plates or asking for career advice and stuff like that. Then you jumping on a post talking crazy. You feel what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, it, it, it's, it's frustrating, you know, especially when you're in this sport to try to help others. You feel what I'm saying? Like, let's keep it clear. League owners don't really make a return doing this. You understand? Not unless you wanted to like the bigger leagues, like a... RBE, KOTD, URL. Well, even when I did mine, though, I was pretty lucky because I had Norbs. So everybody wanted to battle in front of Norbs. And they'll come through with, like, 20 people. But even, I mean, they'll come through with, like, 10 people. And I had to pay it. And they were, pretty, they were pretty good with paying at the door for the most part. But you also got to remember, you did well because you were established at this point. Battle Rap Arena could have technically been a big, small league because of... Y'all affiliation with you, all right? Yeah, yeah. You understand yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? And that's the thing. Like, people want to get to those platforms for those opportunities. So you would think people would be more grateful. But it's just like people in, in battle rap are just, are just not that. You know, and um, it, it it's, it's really discouraging. I'll tell you that. It's really discouraging because you, you're getting the full-blown issues with people that you're going to want to. You gonna want to handle in the street, like yeah, for real. You know, behind the stuff that they do, and it's like, is it really even worth it? You understand? Like, you don't get no points in the streets for beating up none of these battle rappers. Cause I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Ain't none of these niggas known in the streets like that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you go ask around these people's hoods and stuff like that, and nobody knows who these people are. So it's like, you gonna hurt one of these people or do something to them, and you know, possibly catch a case, get thrown in jail over some people who. 
nobody even knows. Like, you're going to be sitting in the jail. Yo, what, 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 you, what you in for? I beat up so-and-so. Who's that? You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, people don't know these people. So, it, 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 it's not worth it on the street level. It's not worth it, you know, financially because, you know, like I said, it's not a lot of return in this for, you know, league owners like myself. Like, we genuinely doing this off the love. Like, and I'm, I'm a league owner that I invest in talent. You feel what I'm saying? I'll help you get, like, a Danny Myers or a DNA or yeah, yeah. Danger Zone. Like, I, you know, I done went half. I done footed the whole bill for battle rappers that done jump shit. Wow. You understand? People like Badafi Green, who, you know, I gradually helped step up. You know, it went from us going half on battles to me paying for the whole battle. Wow. You don't got to put up nothing. I got you. That's dope. But, you know, you jump shit. And it's like, damn, like, you know, when, when bigger money is involved, real issues happen behind stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, fortunately for me, you know, I'm one of them people who, like, I'm not a money-hungry person. So it's like, if I spent the money to help somebody, it's, it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to hold that over your head. I'm not going to, you know, um... Use it as as a crutch to get back or you know nothing like that. But at the same time, show love. If somebody yeah. help put you on, show that type of love. You feel what I'm saying? But you won't get that in battle rap. That's fine. I I think I told you. I don't know if I told. You. I had this one dude he used to come late, not bring one person with him. Mm -hmm. The views were average. I'll say like a thousand and for battle rap arena that was average. Mm -hmm. Like I had a saga battle that was like twenty four thousand. Oh. Uh. Telling me I'm not going to battle for free no more. I want to get paid next. Time. I'll tell I'll tell you who it is later. <laughs> I, I think but, you told me. Uh, oh, I think I told be, you. Begin with an R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I told yeah. you. I told you. Yeah. Shit, but shit like that, like. Mm-hmm. What the what sense is that making? You know. And, and that's why I say like it, it's frustrating dealing with these people. So we all have moments where we're like, yo, fuck battle rap and. And, you know, even when I did my blog and dropped it on Angry Fan, you know, I was getting killed in the comments from my blog. And it's like, yo, like, y'all don't have an uh, understanding of, like, the inner workings of this. You know, the fans might have killed me, but I got calls from a lot of people within the culture. You know, people like John John, people like Debo, you know, numerous battlers from the Trap New York and, you know, other people like that, that they understood it. Like, they watched the blog and they seen themselves, like, what they go through. Yeah. You know, and it's one of the things that kind of inspired me to just, you know, be like, okay, I'm going to deal with battle rap, but I'm going to deal with it from a distance. You know, I'm going to deal with yeah. it at my leisure. I'm not going to make it a priority anymore because in this culture, I'm not being made a priority, especially as much work as I put in. So now it's to the point where, yo, I'm, I'm putting together a card for the trap April 28th. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this is the first card I put together in, in probably about a year. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like I'll come back and do cards here and there, you know, pretty much whenever I feel like it. But I'm not going to keep myself obligated to keep on doing cards when this is overall a culture that's not appreciative. You feel what I'm saying now? The people who are appreciative, I'm going to always come back and do cards, you know, for those particular people. But when I'm doing it, it's for those people that genuinely show that love. Everybody else in the culture... F y'all, like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, y'all people that's unappreciative, that's bandwagon, that's cool one minute and then want to be ops the next minute, like, y'all niggas can eat a dick, like, fuck all y'all. You feel what I'm saying? Like, 
it, it's, it's one of them things where it's just like I'm just treating it like a hobby. You feel what I'm saying? I'm treating it no different than people treat video games or collecting animals and and you know just just stuff like that. Like I can't keep putting priority into you know other people and investing in other people and you know getting the the disrespect that comes with it. So. You know. But that that doggy diamond shit is a good look too. And doggy diamonds was that dude before. I mean, before Battle Rap Arena was out, doggy diamonds was was had the interview with Goods and the Rexes and stuff like that. Doggy diamond, doggy diamonds been a while, a, a minute. So that that's dope to get a call from him. And you know? and and he he's a person who's much needed in the culture anyway because you know, for me, doggy diamonds is a person who helped connect the dots to a lot of situations we seen happen in hip-hop growing up like he may not get the interviews with the Nas the Jay-Z's and people like that but he'll get Cormega yeah yeah, yeah. uh Jazz O you know the people who was around that could really you know um connect the dots on things that was happening and give you more insight it's like Dash Living I, I spoke to Dash what like two months ago He's done with battle rap completely. Yeah, he, he, he's he, been through the bullshit. You he, know? he done even took down all of his battle rap content. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You can't even go and check on it no more? It, it was a certain battle I was looking for. And when I went to his channel, he only got up like the, the recent stuff he Politics did. That was, shit, right? Yeah, that was Don battle rap related. You wow. feel what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I was like, damn. But, you know, I understand it. I, I do too. I, I spoke <clears> to Heineken. I remember Heineken had the show on... Um, what was it? This is fifty. True stories radio. True story radios. That was his own. That wasn't on. This is fifty, right? Nah, that was his own? own. I think that was his own. Show. That was his own. And I really, and this was years ago. This is when Battle Rap Arena was out. So this is like five, five, six years ago. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> makes long me time, feel bro. old, bro. <laughs> Fuck it. But you know, I was like, yo, whatever happened to True Story Radios? Because when I when I wanted to do Battle Rap Arena, you know, when I found Norris, that wasn't my only outlet. I had called. The number, the six four six number, and spoke to um, Heineken's boy, whatever number that was. I said, "Yo, let's do a, a battle rap podcast. What do you think? How do we do it on Block Talk Radio?" Blah blah blah. And he, he was like, "Yeah." I mean, he kind of blew me, not blew me off. He said, "Yeah" at first, but and that and never um, came to fruition. But um, I remember I was chilling with him. I'm like, "Yo, why don't you do?" He's like, "Bro." He's like, "You know how these battle rappers are, and I ain't no girl. I can't be. I can't continue to call them." You know, he's like, I, that's not in me. You know what yeah. I mean? He was like, that. I mean, I used to do it, but you really have to blow up a battle rapper. Yeah, you gotta to have a certain level stage. of persistence and patience. And like, if if you got something going on with a battle rapper, um, because they could be cool, but they could be inconsiderate too. Yeah, I swear. I, I don't even know if there's an exception to. It. I mean, of course, there's probably an exception for a couple. Yeah, but they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I could do it, and then. The time comes and you're like, where the fuck are they? You yeah, know, you gotta call them. Yeah, you, you feel me? So, um, like, like I said, Doggy Diamonds, he's somebody that's that's essential to the game. You feel me? Like I said, he's put in work over the years, and you know, well over ten years at this point with uh, Forbes DVD. You know, and just you know, doing the interviews. Forbes and DVD. That's what I was thinking. He he gave a platform to a lot of people that couldn't get a platform for other outlets. Probably because they was blackballed or because, you know, just people didn't care for their story like that. You know, but he still provided them that platform and helped a lot of dudes really, like, you know, get their stories out and stuff like that. So That's going to be a big look for you, I think. Yeah, so that, and and 
I know he's a no filter person. Like I mean, his shit's called his podcast called No Filter, but he don't give a fuck. Like he don't give a fuck about no like feelings. Like he gonna tell you how it is, and if you don't like him, then hey. And I relate to that on a lot of levels. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why I'm hyped about that. The Oscars was last night. Oh, did you watch? Nah, men don't do award shows. <laughs> now I don't. I don't. I don't really watch um. Award shows like that just because I don't feel like um, uh, I don't feel like those people opinions really hold weight like that. Like they don't determine what I watch. I don't know, but I mean, for for like for, for, for I I try to check out the academies, especially like the best film or something. Like I understand for the for the people who are involved with the business, you know, getting those accolades and stuff is important. Because it gets you bigger projects. I was going to say, that's like their Super Bowl win. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. So, I get it from their standpoint, but it's just that, you know, I've seen some very trash movies get nominated. I've seen trash stuff, period, get nominated for an award show. No doubt. You're right. No so, doubt. So, you know, I, I just can't take those people's opinions seriously. You know, I'm from the hood. I'm from a certain environment. Those people's opinions don't reflect what my upbringing and all that represents. So, it's like... I know you. I don't have the same taste that they have. You know what I mean? So they, they can't really dictate. Even though, you know, if you go through the nominations, you might find some classic movies. You might say, yo, let me go watch this movie that got nominated. You might actually like it. Yeah. You feel me? But I mean, look, The Godfather, Rocky, they're all Academy Award movies. Mm-hmm. Denzel won for Training Day. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it got more progressive throughout the times. Um, I don't think I would have heard of The Wrestler, and now that's one of my favorite movies. I don't think I would have watched it if it, if it didn't get the Academy Award okay. recognition it got. Um, all right, I like the Oscars. I watch it. So let's let's go through the awards and the movies that got. Uh, let's go through the ones. Well, the six got, big ones. The six big ones. Well, everything everything pretty much that got picked. Yeah, everything that won and all that. Okay. Well, first I like the no hosting. The it ended. If they didn't have a host? They didn't have a host. Oh, my God. Because remember Kevin Hart backed out. So so they couldn't find a... Wow. It started off with uh, the guy who played Freddie Mercury in Queen doing We Will, We Will Rock You. The first performance was dope. That's how it opened up. Okay. And then um, uh, I think Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and Maya Rudolph gave, uh, gave out the first award. And they took like three minute intro, which was like a mini host thing. You know, they kept saying we are not the host. They were funny, <laughs> but it it flowed nicely. Okay. It did. It, it ended after at three hours. Usually, usually it goes like three hours and a half. So I thought I thought the pacing of it was good. Okay. Um, musical performances were good. I liked uh, you know, I liked the song with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I liked that song. Okay. So, uh, I like it. Freaking all right. So then I love me some Lady Gaga. Yeah, I don't good. I don't know what it is about her, but she just got some this this look, this aura about her that's yeah. like sexy as hell. I hear like, you. I Lady feel that. Uh, the movie is dope too. You should check it out. Okay. A Star Is Born. I thought she I thought she was gonna win. A lot of people saying Glenn Close. Then the girl who did the favorite one. I didn't see that movie. Okay. I don't know. That that seems like a movie. That seems like an Oscar movie. I won't like. Okay. Uh, you know. It's like the 1800s, I think. Or so I don't even know what it's about, to tell the truth. Okay. But it's not a modern-day movie, so uh, I don't think I would like it. Maybe I'll give it a shot, though. But that was that was um, 
Glenn Close was supposed to have that in the bag, basically. Okay. Everybody was saying Glenn Close. So that was the upset. My boy Spike with the purple suit. Uh, he, he had a purple suit on. He wore. Uh, he won Best Adapted Screenplay for Black Klansman. That movie I want to see. It's about uh, this black guy who, who gets in contact with the Ku Klux Klan over the phone. Yeah. And he pretends to be a Ku Klux Klan. I, I got to watch that. I, I haven't seen I gotta, that, but I, I heard it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let, let, let's, let me ask this. What is Adapted Screenplay? What is it like to... Adapted Screenplay means it came from somewhere. I think in this case, since it was based on the true story, it's oh, adapted. Okay. Or if it's like a, a comic book, it's adapted. Oh, or, okay, okay. If it's from a book, it's adapted. Like when uh, Jordan Peele won for Get Out, best original, because that's just original. from your mind. Yeah. So, um, is this Spike Lee's first Oscar? Yeah. Yep. My boy. But then, in true Spike fashion, which I'm a little upset about, Shun, we're in 2019. Why Spike Lee just getting his first Oscar? And and you know what? That's why I thought he was going to win for Best Director. To make up because he sh he deserved it for Do the Right Thing. Okay. So I thought they were going to make it up to him, but they didn't. Okay. They gave it to Roma. That's another film I'm, I might watch. It's a Netflix original. It's a foreign film. But it's Spanish, so oh, I don't yeah, need yeah, to read the subtitles. That. I can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand foreign films. Having to what read the subtitles? I just, I don't know. I've never been a foreign film movie guy. I never like reading the subtitles. I'm too lazy. <laughs> I want the movie. Do Floyd Mayweather put on subtitles when he watch movies? What? <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny if he did, considering he can't fucking read. Whatever. Oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so going to hell. He said, Floyd Mayweather put on subtitles when he Yo, let me stop. <laughs> Talking about Spike Lee, um, what was what was the next uh, award that that the next big one anyway? Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Best best supporting actress. I didn't see the movie yet. Regina King, but I'm, I'm I love Regina, so I'm glad she won. Okay. For if Beale Streets could talk. Now I didn't see that movie yet, but it's by the same guy that did Moonlight, and I didn't like Moonlight. I thought it was gonna be more. Hurt. I knew it was gay. But I thought it was going to be more hood and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. And then I just watched Moonlight and it's like, it's just a romance movie and all he does is like, he works the trap. But like, there's like a big like diner, I don't know. It, it wasn't my t t cup of tea. <laughs> okay. Um, then uh, Regina King, I love Regina King. The, the Green Book, which I haven't seen yet, but I want to see. It's about, I think, um, a white guy who drives around like a famous jazz singer back okay. in the day, little black guy. And, you know, they... They form a connection. I think they're still friends to this day, if I'm okay. not wrong, because it's okay. based on a true story too. Okay. Uh, best actor was the guy who played uh, Freddie Mercury okay. from Queen. He gave a good speech. I heard that movie's dope too. And I know Freddie Mercury was bisexual, but my boy even told me he's like, even the gay scenes is not like they don't show too much. It's okay. just suggestive, you know. So uh, I can't stand movies where they show them scenes because it's tough. It's tough, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It's tough. Like people act like <laughs> you're supposed to be mad accepting of it, but nah, nah. But, I do not want to see that on. But my the TV. Wire, though. Omar, Omar had some scenes in the Wire that you still watch, though. <sighs> Even <laughs> man, listen. Um, but 
But I agree with you. They're tough to watch. They said Oz used to be like the king of all them, them crazy scenes. You never seen Oz? Nah, my mom used to watch that. I, I mean, I was, I mean, yeah, they did have scenes like, yeah, no, no, they were the king of those. They were, because <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking like it was more rape, but not like one of the main storylines was like this guy and guy relation, where, uh, the, where they stabbed each other though, and then made out the next day. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So then, yeah, and then best picture went to Black Panther, Green Book. Everybody was expecting. Not everybody was accepted. I I think a lot of people were hoping. Wow. So the Green Book got the um, best picture, and and then that was the night. And then, you know, Spike. So Black Panther ain't getting nothing. They won like costume. They won a bunch of those awards. Sound mixing. <laughs> um, you know all the like all those awards. Well, at least they got something. Yeah, yeah, they got a bunch of that. Uh, but. So Spike, I'm a little disappointed. So I heard he got pissed that he didn't win Best Feature and left in the middle of these guys accepting their awards. Wow. Uh, I don't know. But I guess that's always been Spike, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I'm, I doubt he rock with that many people anyway like that. So it's like, if I'm not winning, what am I doing here? That's true, too. But it was cool that Samuel L. Jackson was the one who read the announcement, and he yeah. was not happy for Spike. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, Spike Lee, and then Spike went up there and gave him a <laughs> hug and stuff. So that was cool. Yeah, we need Samuel L. Jackson. Protect him at all costs. We need him to live till he's like 150. No, I think he's been in like every movie ever. <laughs> we need him to live until he's Morgan Freeman's age. Yeah, for real. Morgan Freeman been like 150 for the last like 25 years. He old as hell. But uh, but if you if you're into film, let, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You're into film. You want to shoot movies and stuff. A lot of film people say do the right thing was a big reason why they got into it. Would that be the case for you also? Nah. Is it one um, of your favorite films? Most certainly. Um, this is the thing. I wouldn't say my one of my personal favorites, but I do admire. How it was put together, how it was shot, the story, mm-hmm. and everything like that. So I could see why people say that movie would inspire them to get into filmmaking. Yeah. You know, um, just a lot of the different elements from it. It'll make you want to go and create. You feel me? At the time it came out, you know, I'm young as hell, so you know I didn't know nothing about cameras and filming and stuff like that. But. Um, I could understand, like, people who are of age to get into, like, directing and stuff like that. I could see a movie like that inspiring that. Yeah, I know Kevin Smith, for uh, the Silent Bob is one. There's one, it's, it's, I think it's like what you said. I don't know if it's my, one of my personal favorites, but when it's on, I could stop and watch it. Yeah, most certainly. And then, I think when you get older, you realize, too, like, just the race relation in it, too, like... You know the the pizza owners like you know the, the one of my favorite, one of my favorite scenes which it, it ends into this um you know whole little monologue which is incredible to me is when he was like um Spike was like you know let me ask you something you know who's your favorite ball player Magic Johnson and then, and you say and this and and that and he's like yeah but they're not they're not He's like, I was gonna say, it. I'm sorry. He's like, they're not niggas. They're they're different. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they go into this whole like racist rant. Like Spike Lee's like, 
use pizza slinging motherfucker <laughs> and then you know uh, he goes you fried chicken eating oh and then and then the Chinese guy is talking about the Spanish guy and then the Spanish guy is talking about this yeah, it's funny man you know one of the good things about do the right thing is, is you know that, what which monologue I'm talking about right yeah yeah but um one of the good things about do the right thing is that it still holds up as a good movie like we were discussing this on Facebook um a couple of days ago, like movies that age terribly. Oh yeah, and Belly. I'm surprised you like Belly to begin with. I never liked. This this the thing, Belly was, I want to say, the hip hop Avengers of at that time, as far as like the movie where they try to cash out on hip hop basically just. Just throw hip-hop artists in it to sell it. Yeah. I went to the theaters to see it, but I never thought it was a great movie. (laughs) And this is the thing. A lot of times back then, we would give movies like that a pass because they got our favorite stars in them. You know, seeing DMX and Nas in the movie will make you overlook that the movie is actually trash. Like, I watched it recently. The only dope part is the beginning. With the eyes and stuff? Yeah, aside from that, that movie is terrible. <laughs> like, the acting, some of the camera clips and stuff like that. Like, that movie is horrible. That makes you appreciate Ice Cube even more, right? Yeah. Like, rappers L- L- Let me tell you another thing that made Belly worse. You know, when they air movies on BET, and to replace the, pe- the curses, they have other people... Doing the lines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember watching Belly like that one time on BT, and that. it was horrible. Like it made it like the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, imagine somebody trying to imitate DMX voice, but they blinking out all the curses. <laughs> hey, yo, you know what I mean? Son? Yeah, but you can't watch no. Like, I don't oh like no more. I don't like no hood movies on B when they show it on BT. Oh no, no. Even no. Scarface though, that was on the AMC. I can't watch that shit on AMC. Yeah, I, I need to watch my movies. Commercial free, original, how they were meant to be shown. Excuse me. Facts. But, um. What's your favorite movie of all time? I'm I'm falling asleep just thinking about Belly. But, um. My my favorite movie of all time. Um. Favorite movie of all time would have to be. It's a toss up. And y'all gonna be bad at me because these are not her movies. It's a toss-up between Terminator 2 and um, Air Force One. Mm. Say mine is Carlito's Way. Okay. But it used to be. Now, recently, I've caught myself. And every time this movie's on, I have to stop and watch it, remember the titans. Okay. I ain't mad at those. I'm not mad at those at all. Those are incredible movies. Yeah, incredible movies that, like I said, you can watch those. You can watch those today, and from start they, to ending. Yeah, and they seem fresh. Carlito's Way is a great movie. I love that movie. Remember me, Benny Blanco from the Bronx. That was <laughs> Knocks him down the stairs. That shit was dope. No, he ain't knock him down the stairs. He shot him. No, when um Carlito and Benny first had their oh, first with the first time, yeah. Saying, Hey, maybe you don't remember me. Maybe I don't give a fuck. Maybe I don't remember the last time I wiped my nose neither. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I used to remember. I knew that movie word for word back in the day. Yeah, that, that's how I am with Terminator 2. Um, Terminator 2, oh man, that's that's a monster of a movie. And I, I never realized how long of a movie it was. 
How long is it? It's I like I think, it's, I think Terminator Two is like two and a half hours. Really? Yeah. I haven't watched it in a while. But it's a great movie. It's it's such a great movie. You to don't the even point. realize. Yeah. yeah, like, and that that's a fire movie from start to finish. In the news this week, Robert Kraft. Oh my God! What are we doing? Happy at the end. <laughs> Can, uh, I live. All right. You know what? Fuck it. I want to say what I want to. I say. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought he was running this whole prostitution ring. No, right? He's just a client. Um, they say they got him on tape. Um, buying. I guess. Okay. So what's the big deal? <laughs> you know, if he was in Vegas, we'll be good with this. What's the big deal? Uh, you know, I'm I'm with Penn and Teller. I don't care. I'll pay. I'll say it. I paid for sex before. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> God damn, Jeffrey. I'm bugging. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Look, I, I, and I, I know mad people that have too. Um, like who? Nah, I never. Well, did I, did I, hold on. Didn't did Verb say in the Rex battle that he was like, oh, goods pay for it too? Oh my God. I'm just saying. So, look, uh, the dude wants to celebrate a win. He didn't have the girl against her consent. He paid for a good time. He got a happy ending. Um, I at first I thought he was running a prostitution ring, which I would say he de- he might be able to hold this out, but uh, I think it's bullshit, man. Just <laughs> let the guy breathe. He's um, an American billionaire. He's not running no two hundred dollar prostitution ring anywhere. Where, where they say it happened at? Atlanta, right? Wasn't it after the win? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, wow. So, um. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the big deal in it. Yeah, me neither. Because um, my thing is this: these guys are billionaires. <laughs> he said Jesus, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, you wild. <laughs> um, listen, man, people buy pussy all the time. Facts. That's why I said. That's why I said that. I said, look, I've done it before because people don't admit it. <laughs> and, you know, it's one of those things you want to kind of keep below the radar and not tell people on camera, but you know. Um, Indirectly, as males, you know, we, I guess we pay for pussy one way or another, whether we paying for a dinner date or yeah. whatever. I don't look at it like paying for pussy because my thing is this. If I take a female out, I'm taking you out because I want to have a good time, because I yeah. want to, you know, spend some time with you, et cetera, et cetera. Like, the goal don't always got to be to try to fuck at the end of the night. You feel me? Like, yeah. it, it, and that, that's just my personal opinion. You know, some, some people are different, but... I genuinely take females out to have fun. No, look. Okay, look. The indirectly thing, we don't even have to do that. Like, you know, some people don't believe in buying an escort, a hooker. They don't. Like, we, we, we got to understand what paying for pussy is. Like, we come on. Let's not play that game. We know what paying. His money, fuck me. Exactly. Exactly my point. Okay. That's what it is. Like you and feel what I'm saying? Yes, there are some dudes that don't. But this is my thing. I feel like the people that do pay for pussy in that manner, the people who genuinely want to take women out, go on dates, etc. But it could be they, both. But this is the thing. They try because they feel guilty about paying for pussy, they make it seem like people who are genuinely taking these women out, 
they want to put them in the same category. Like, oh, like, I feel you. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like, no, don't put us in the same category because, like I said, we're genuinely trying to take women out to have a good time. Well, look, I'll take a, I'll take a girl out to have a good time. I would also pay for. <laughs> Yo. Fuck. Oh. Uh, I'm about but, to title this Jesse Jesse Rika that missed paying for pussy. I know. <laughs> I know, but see, I know the difference. I know mm-hmm. the difference. You know, if I'm going on movies with a chick, so I know the difference. Um, so yes, there is a percentage. I believe a small percentage. So do people do, do people date escorts? You could. So like do all right. So if you but do the that, thing is, you don't know if the escort is faking. So, I mean, so I at, uh, if you do that, do you pay for the date, and then do you pay for the pussy on like a separate tab? Or like? I don't know because I've never went out with one. <laughs> oh, okay. I've oh. asked one to the movies. And <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. Yo, and then I texted, but we never went. I I uh, uh, freaking I went broke that week or something. <laughs> but then I um, then I lost contact with her, and I ended up saying. Oh, you know, do you want to go to movies one time? I found her number again, and then she goes, she goes, oh yeah, I remember you, and I was, uh, she was like, yeah, and I said, so do I have to pay for the shit? Or no, do I have to pay you to go out with me, or is it just pay for the movie? And then she didn't reply. So, <laughs> so, so uh, I don't know. That bitch um, was lying. She did not remember you. She wanted to remember if you got that money. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, but you know um, I think if you pay for the date. On top of paying for the date, like oh here's a hundred dollar here, then, then you don't need to do all that. But if she's willing to go out with you, why not? Yeah, yeah. But you know, back to this Robert Kraft thing. I mean, these guys do this. This is what millionaires do. Like, especially people who are he's not married or nothing, is he? I don't think so. Yeah, like them guys got their money. They free to do whatever. They don't want the commitment. And to be tied down because you gotta understand when you got billions of dollars, marriage. Even though for some of us it's you know a genuine love thing, some people don't want their business attached to it because you know upon leaving a marriage you could lose a lot. You know you you could lose like half your money type shit. So some of these guys they like yo I'm not getting married from now on. I'll just here here's a thousand dollars. Let's get things done. You get out of here in the morning. I have two of my favorite hooker quotes. Number one, Charlie Sheen. You don't pay for the sex, you pay for the girl to leave afterwards. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've heard that one. I've heard that one. And then number two, Penn from Penn and Teller. Sex, the only thing that's illegal to pay for, that's perfectly legal for free. Ooh, think about that. The only thing that's illegal to pay for but legal to get for free. <laughs> you didn't think about it like that, right? See, I do my hooker homework. Interesting point. It's true. Think about so it. So, why would paying for sex be illegal? It's like, whatever you could use your money for is illegal. Like, enticing people with money. Like, it's like if money is the cheat code. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Only thing illegal to pay for, that's perfectly legal for free. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, I see no wrong. Robert Kraft, man. I'm on your side, bro. You know they're only doing this because of uh, Meek Mill, right? Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Because my thing is, if, if he's doing this before, look at his age. This ain't the first time he's done it. 
It's not the first time he's done it. It's probably a regular thing for him. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you mean to tell me y'all just now catching him? Now watch a whole bunch of other old times that he did to start popping up and stuff like that. Yeah. You understand? And, and I'm and, sorry, and, this is not part of the Me Too movement shit. That he did not rape nobody. He didn't. He didn't. You know, force his position of power on. You know, even some of those stories I think is bullshit. But uh, you know, I'll. But but they 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 just doing this because he's a billionaire and he's in Meek's corner. With the whole justice reform thing. You might be right. And you know justice reform is big. Uh, the prison system is big business. Like, it's a lot of these millionaires and billionaires that's invested in the prison. The, the, you know, uh, with prisons and institutions and stuff and everything, too. Look, you, you go... Alright, like, let's say there's a drug rehab. Th this shit is true. Like, if you just do your homework a little bit on, on shit like this. Mm -hmm. If you go to a rehab, they tell you you have the 2% chance of surviving. Now, they tell you that... Because they say, oh, we want you to, to be the in that 2%. No, that's bullshit. That's to put in your mind, oh, I'm going to use again. And when I use, I come back to rehab. Mm -hmm. And this is how this money stays afloat. It's, it's, all, it's all a system. It's all a fucking system. Look, I feel like it's the same thing with the medical field. What do you mean? They don't want you to stay healthy. Right. Well, so you yeah. can So you can live. They want you to keep on getting sick so you can keep on coming back to the doctor and paying money. The medical field, I think, may be a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, only because I, I can't see them really holding out on a cure for cancer or, or shit like that. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you want people to really be healthy, why not put this stuff out there? By the way, rest in peace to my uncle and rest in peace to my son's grandma. Passed away. R.P. both of them. Cancer this recently. Um, you know, um, and then the whole thing with weed being illegal, it's, it's a healing it's a healing plan. It's not. It's. Mm. It's really not even a drug. Yeah. Like scientifically, it's a herb. Yeah. So you know when you're making stuff like that illegal and it's something that heals, what are you trying to do? You understand? Like you're yeah. trying to lock up people for using a healing a healing plan. You understand? Mm -hmm. So that these are why you got to question things. Don't just take what's like force fed to you in the media and all that like yeah. you know there, there's a lot of stuff out there that you can do your own research you can find these things out and you know come to your own understanding you know when we growing up there's a lot of stuff that we were brainwashed and trained to think you know with the internet it puts a lot of information at your fingertips now it's gonna be a lot of bullshit information at your fingertips but you should over time become smart enough to determine what's what it seems logical and what doesn't. If weed is a, a herb, it's, it's, it's a plant, it heals, you know, you can, they make oils that you can rub it on cuts and stuff like that and it'll heal. Um, you know, if it helps out with different stuff like asthma and, you know, just different stuff that people have, why is it illegal? See that, and that, you think about like Lux's third round to Calico. This is what makes the third round so so, so impactful with shit like when he says we're, we're perpetrated in the system where we ain't meant to survive. Mm -hmm. If you think about that shit, this shit is true. That's that's what, what Meek is saying. You know, when I when I was younger, I was a little ignorant to the fact of well, if you don't do the crime, you're not gonna do the time. But if you take a look and you see eighty five percent is what minorities or black of of, of prisons, you told me there's not no white people going around. You know that deserve to be in prison. 
that that's what white privilege means mm -hmm. you know what i mean that you could get away with shit you know it's not a bad thing you know i mean it's I not a bad thing if you in their shoes right but it's a bad thing from our standpoint when we get locked up for something that they could do the same exact thing and not get locked up for yeah 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 i mean you know it's it, when you get older i think and you and you start realizing this shit and you know you start thinking outside the box a little bit like hold on is, is this rehab really trying to help you or do they want you to come back again mm -hmm. because they got to pay the money you know they, they got taxes to pay just like everybody else and mm -hmm. stuff so and and there's certain shit taught there that if you sit back and you think just like Meek Mill figured out with prison you know like hold on he wants he wants me to go back to jail again you know that's how come the, the getting a, a job is so hard. Um, you know, this shit is. It's, it's a, a it's, it's a corrupt it's, world. It's a corrupt world. And it's a, and it's and it's an endless cycle. You know, if you go to prison, you could fully change your life around as a person and still not be able to get a job. And now, you forced to go back to the streets and hustle and possibly do things to get yourself put right back in jail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's it's, it's a vicious cycle and. Those of us who are lucky enough to, you know, survive these environments and make it out, we got to do our best to just stay on the right path, not get caught up in bullshit. Because, you know, somebody like me who I don't have a record, I don't, you know, get involved in trouble and I don't be out getting arrested and stuff like that. As an adult, it could be one mistake one day that lands me in jail for life. Or, or you, know, you know, even... um. Even Hollow touched on it on his Pat Stay battle. You know, that CEOs bring in these rap albums that that push that talk about pushing drugs and stuff because that's that's what they want to give the inmates. The image they want to give the inmates. Shit is crazy if you think about it, man. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, hopefully Robert Crabb get through the situation. You know, um, I'm pretty sure he got enough resources to fight it as best they can. But oh, I mean, sure they they well, say he, they say they got him on video. So. This is not about the resource. Yeah, but he's not doing no time. What this is just embarrassing. They they're trying to embarrass him. Yeah, he's not no legal. Nothing legal is gonna happen to him. Yeah, I I don't think so. Um, you know, but like like I said, man, I I feel like this is a thing to to get those resources from around Meek. Um, even with Michael Rubin, I feel like this. When Michael Rubin, did you see his Breakfast Club interview? No. He was very vocal about Meek's judge and, you know, the things that she's doing to keep Meek down. And, you know, he was like, yo, I would be honored if she if she sued me because I will go on her. Like, I will really counter sue and, you know, things like that. He said he won't stop until she's out of her, her, her seat. Wow. You know, so... When you got somebody like that who's in power saying things like that, I'm pretty sure they went and tried to find things on him. But I think that they couldn't find nothing on him. And they was like, yo, we got to go to the next best thing around Meek that we possibly could. You know, don't get it twisted. They're they going to try to find something on Hove too. Everybody that's helping out Meek right now that has all this money and billionaires and stuff like that, they're going to try to get them out of there. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and Robert Kraft is pretty much collateral damage, you know, because he hasn't been super vocal about, you know, his thoughts and opinions on the whole justice reform, at least from what I've seen. Yeah. I haven't uh -huh. seen him really, you know, speak much on it. 
you know, it's clear that he's standing behind Meek. But I mean, and he's good. he gave Meek some money, right? He's hired lawyers for him and stuff. I I think uh, Robert Kraft is also a Trump supporter. So really? Yeah. So it's like, hmm. how much damage could he really be doing? But like I said, the fact that he's around Meek and supporting him, you know, they're trying to get him out of here. And they they couldn't get Michael Rubin, so it's the the next best uh, person to get. Hmm. You know, so that's think about it. That that that's my whole thought process behind that whole thing. You feel what I'm saying? Like aside from that, you nigga really didn't do anything wrong. So, you know. But like I said, pretty sure he gonna get through that. He gonna fight it, and he gonna be good money. Meek, continue fighting a good fight. You gonna be good out here. You know. Um, your man's. I'm gonna I'm let you do this segment. Like I said. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I want you to hold it down. Okay. Your thing. On this week's episode of Hold This L, I believe I can fly. <laughs> I believe I can touch little girls and get away with it. No, you can't. R. Kelly, man, what's I'm up? I'm the world's greatest rapist. Oh, my God. <laughs> R. Kelly, how you doing? Hi, my name is No Mercy. Um... You gotta hold the L this week, man. You gotta hold the L this week. You hold the L this week for numerous, for numerous reasons. First of all, you like peeing on little girls. Come on, man. Come on. You put out a sex tape with a girl that had a Soul Train award in the background. Talking about that's not true. What are you doing, R. Kelly? What are you doing, bro? You feel what I'm saying? Um, from what they're saying about these new charges is that um uh well first of all he got locked up on some new charges they're saying it's an old case that he was found originally not guilty on so it's like a double jeopardy thing but i got a couple of questions first of all you didn't have a hundred thousand dollars to get yourself out of jail all them hit records and stuff like that that he made, why does he not have a hundred thousand dollars? Even in twenty nineteen, because you're still doing shows, you're still doing performances, I'm pretty sure you get hired to do like private performances and stuff like that. Um, I do know that they pulled a lot of his music and, you know, different stuff like that. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people that's not booking him, but he's still R. Kelly. Sure. When you're a talent like he is, you still get a significant amount of bookings to wear. You you probably get a hundred thousand a show. Why do you not have a hundred thousand dollars to get yourself out of jail? You feel what I'm saying? That's, I just found that weird. Um, but the lawyer is supposed to be putting in a not guilty plea, and they saying they may release him tonight. So, what's going on here, man? What kind of games you playing over there in Chicago? It might have to be Chicago to hold this L because of the Jussie thing and all that. Oh, yeah, give it to Chicago. Give it yeah, to Chicago. Yeah, I think Chicago might have to hold this one. And I love Chicago, man. Chicago is one of the hardest cities ever when it comes to rap. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the impact that they've had over the past few years. But Jussie Smollett and R. Kelly, like, they're making Chicago look extremely bad right now. You feel what I'm saying? So, um... They probably in jail together, putting a mixtape together mm -hmm. or something like that, you know. But um, pretty much R. Kelly, 
Hold this L. Hold this L for peeing on little girls and for not having a hundred thousand dollars to get yourself out of jail. Yeah. 